Welcome into episode 11 of the pins. Is it 11? Are we 11 or 12? 12, 12, 12. Yeah, because 11, we eclipsed the uh, other Pin Seeker pod. Shout out those guys. Episode 12 of the Pin Seeker pod. Full disclosure, I'm a bit jet lagged. I know Jacob's been going into the office a ton. We're going to try to bring the energy, though. I know every one of you loyal listeners missed our beautiful faces and voices last week. If you didn't see it, we reposted one of the earlier episodes and made sure to... Oh, fuck. (laughs) I thought we did. (laughs) I guess we didn't. I guess we didn't. Well, okay. Jacob told me he was going to repost. All right. No, no. I I totally did. I totally, totally did. I completely gaslit you there. That's that's on me. So we got this ad up and running, and it's only for the month of July. So I figured, okay, well, I mean, we weren't posting one last week. We weren't making a new one. Might as well put one out there that can get people to actually listen to it. I don't know. I think like for every one listen, we get like two cents or something like that. It's not about nothing. That? I mean, it, we're about to be rich pretty soon, I think. But so I figured, why not get rich as quick as possible? And I went to post it and I cut it, edited it, made a caption for it and everything. And my headphones broke. And I was like, I could just post it, but I should like record myself saying something before be like oh hey this is this week it's just me but you know i'm i'm actually going to show you instead of just literally playing the same exact episode again thought that maybe i should cut it in some way like that and by the time that i got everything fixed out it was like saturday night and i was like i'm just i'm not going to make people listen to us twice in a week that would be way too much yeah okay I guess that kind of makes sense. What what do you for, forgot to include there is that he didn't tell me prior to to me doing the intro today. So in fairness, I didn't tell Jacob that that was going to be my hook. You I know, looked. yeah. So like egg on my face a little bit. I didn't go <laughs> on Spotify and look. Uh, probably shows you how much due diligence we do on a weekly basis. A little behind the scenes there. Speak but, uh, for yourself. Yeah, Jacob seems to have it going on. Uh, Well, I was going to say, I actually ran through and listened to some of the episode that you were going to post, the original one, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and holy shit, man. Like, I know we talk about it, but we were awful. we'll, We'll get it out to the listeners soon enough, but it is comically bad. Just you can tell how forced it is back and forth. Where we're just like, oh, let's not say anything and then wait until the next person says something. And you're almost just thinking, you can tell that we're just thinking about not cutting the other person off and just, okay, what am I going to say next? And it just, it almost doesn't even make any sense. We gave each other like three second pauses. It would be like, and then, 
And and the funniest thing about the whole thing, right, is we recorded and immediately text each other. That was awesome. This was great. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're pros at this. And even yeah. like listening back at the time, I remember being like, yeah, we sound pretty cool. Right. And, you know, it's kind of funny now because like, you know, we're in a different position and we think that we have improved a lot, but we're probably still shit. R- relatively, we're absolutely still shit, but. If, if that was kind of the whole point that I had of, of even posting that one it was like, not only was it just for the ad, but I was like, I, I thought it was cool for me to go back and listen and be like, this is what we sound like now. And this is what we've done now. And you can see the work and the time that we've put in and, and actually that it shows. And when you go back and listen, you're like, what on earth were they doing back then? <laughs> And it is kind of funny. So I promise to the listeners, we will get that out there at some point, maybe probably off season ish. We'll get something out there for you guys. And probably, I mean, if this is what it sounds like in two months, the difference, then if that gets, if this gets any better over the next two months, then it's going to sound really bad. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Any, any more improvement out of us will uh, make that thing almost unpostable, but might as well yeah. do it for fun. I mean, and yeah, I think the thing is too, just while we're on the topic, is like we're having so much more fun doing it. I, I texted him last Jacob last week, just like I can't I can't wait to get back in the lab. It felt weird having a week off, to be honest, it because did. this is now something that's just like built into my schedule, into my normal life. And yeah. I originally when we started, I was definitely worried about the part of it where oh my god at what point does this become tedious and sure there have been weeks where it's like oh i'm tired and like i don't want to put all my energy in this but now that we seem to like have a bit of a rapport and we kind of are able to listen back and learn from how we used to talk to each other it it's gotten so much more fun to just record who cares who listens right well if i know that obviously people don't necessarily all want to make podcasts like that was like a five years ago thing where like everyone was like oh I should make a podcast doing this and we're a little late to the game in that regard but if you are thinking about doing it like we we would always take like a step back after every time and just be like oh how why don't we sound like those guys like we should listen those that podcast and sound like those guys and you can take bits and pieces and stuff but at the end of the day, what we found out worked for us was like just talking like me and you talk when we're in person. <laughs> and that's what makes it more fun, makes you want to go back and do it. Like I was saying today, working in the office, commuting home, came straight back to doing this, like just something to look forward to. Right. Yeah. So it's it's been great. And that's uh, it's kind of not golf talk. We we get enough of that in on a weekly basis. But I, I really think since the the live episode, right? Like we didn't have a ton of time to prepare when the merger came out and it was like, we have to talk about this and we have to talk about this and not spend a ton of time editing. Like it was released almost majority unedited. It was like mm-hmm. that kind of opened the that floodgates night, yeah. for us to be able to just fire fire things at each other in a way that like wasn't as structured. And to be honest, like when you get in front of a mic for the first time, it has some magical power of making you feel very weird and forgetting it's intimidating. all you know about the English language. Right. It's crazy. But you I know, was... like, like all things, it wears off. 
no no it does like you you need to practice right you need to do it over and over again and then eventually it doesn't feel like you're talking in front of a mic and having other people listen to it, it feels like i'm talking to patches that's just the way that it is but even when i was doing the ad read for this spotify for podcasters shout out spotify for podcasters go do that um like you froze up like you think you feel like you're talking it's like a it's like i was back in high school or middle school doing a powerpoint presentation in front of people timing myself figuring out oh i need to talk for 10 minutes and do this like you just you you freeze up and you don't know what you're going to say and and you wind up messing up like basic sentences and sounding like not who you actually are it 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 really is unbelievable yeah it is and we are by no means a finished product, which is cool. I just think it's it's fun to harp on kind of where we've been in our mindsets over the first, you know, three months of us doing this now and like how far we've come just with the approach that the product has certainly gotten a little bit better from when we started. But it's just, uh, yeah, I feel a lot better about how to approach each episode than I used to. And I think that just comes with getting a couple under your belt. So our uh, our perspective on podcasting for the day i guess yeah right that's a that's a new segment maybe perspective yeah perspectives perspectives with patches yeah, perspectives with patches we'll see maybe that off season we'll uh, we'll dust that yeah. one off for the second time so yeah. i uh two weeks of of golf and two two pretty decent events on the PGA tour in terms of level of excitement now the events themselves are kind of crap yeah. events uh be it the rocket mortgage and the john deere which is probably the the worst event that's not a double like the barbasol or barracuda yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i agree so Laugh- the john deere yeah probably gets the worst field probably worse than mexico right um yeah yeah now and rom yeah of course so anyway but the rocket the rocket was awesome and we can talk about it just because how many times on this podcast did we talk about ricky fowler like weeks before he won right after the u.s open there are some great clips of us talking about this guy being ready to break through and jacob you said it the week before he won at the rocket that he just he never really wins. So like Ricky's back, but this was only what his fifth PGA tour event. I don't know the number, but won? it's not, it's not a lot. It's not, a, it's for sure less than 10. So you were spot on. He was back. Like he's been back. He's been putting together good oh, yeah. results. And then he finally got one win out of these, you know, few that he's been in contention. And that's just like the story of Ricky Fowler's career. Congrats to him. And it's it's been on the Instagram now for for a couple weeks since since before you went away, you said it that he just got to play one of these mini events. He's going to pick one of these mini events off because he basically has just been playing with all his friends and all the elevated events everywhere and not playing in these small events that he actually has a chance to win, not finish, you know, seventh at the players or whatever. Um, But and he shows up to. I think that actually might have been the first one all year of just like a mid-range, mid-tier event. Not a lot of good players, not a lot of upper-tier players, not full field. He was a co-favorite. Which was 
seemed borderline ridiculous to us for someone with six PGA Tour wins or whatever, and none for seven years or whatever it was. I I don't know, man. I I love Ricky. It was so cool to see him win. He almost choked it away, which was just oh, yeah. It's gonna get lost in the moment that like he he just missed like a ton of putts inside ten feet. Morikawa's putter got hot. Hadwin was really good all week, unfortunately. And but I was really happy to see Rick pull it out. Good for him. And like we've been saying, he's won the Scottish Open before. He's top five at Royal Liverpool. He's up there, like top one of the five or ten favorites this week again. Five to seven favorites. He's got the same odds as like Victor Hovland. Absolute lock for the Ryder Cup. Uh, that's not even we. I thought I. I don't even think he had to win. He would have been on the Ryder Cup team probably. But yep. now it's not even without question. Um, it's cool, man. Because when we had our Ryder Cup conversation, it was like Ricky, maybe Dark Horse. Is that and now it's like Lock, Lock, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, no Absolutely. question about it. And he's I gonna play him. really. He's gonna play really well at uh the Open. I'm sure he will. He. Didn't he finish uh, second yeah. there? Yeah, I mean... I don't know if he was look, second, but he was in the final group. Okay, one of the two. So that was nine years ago now. Forgive my memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait. I actually... Okay, sorry. We'll get back to Rick in a second. But could you name... how many How many British Open winners can you name? Like going back on a yearly every year until you just can't anymore i yeah, i know that's so, gonna be ugly i did this with myself yeah and i can i can tell you where i got after but like can you just All do right. this I, i'm very curious. i can try i can try cam smith okay. at st andrews oh you don't have to do courses but go ahead <laughs> it'll help it'll help me to do the courses yeah okay all right ding um one 22 was Morikawa at, I can't remember, Murfield. 2021. 2021, excuse me. You mean. 22 right. was Morikawa, can't remember that course. 2020 was nobody. 2019, Lowry at Port Rush. Uh, Good. 18, Molinari at Carnoustie. Oh, we remember that one. Shout out Tiger. Um, who won before him? Twenty seventeen. Holy shit. Twenty seventeen was Speeth? Yes, go get that ball. Go get that, that ball. Was that, uh, right, right. Um seventeen. Here's where it Spieth. starts to get interesting. Sixteen was Oh man. I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember. I know 15, you 15 was Zach Johnson at St. Andrews. That's fair. Yeah, you just got to get 16. I, you can get 16. You can keep going back if you want. I'll get it. I did I'll this get one. It. I did I'll get it. 16. You, you know 14. 14 was Rory at Liverpool. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Man, 16. What other majors were 16? Spieth, 
choked at the Masters. Danny Willett. Um, Baltusrol. Oh, geez. Yeah, Baltusrol. That was 2016. Yeah, it's Stenson. Stenson. Yes. Bang, you got it. Beat Phil. The duel with Phil. Um, I Baltusrol was a huge hint because I remember I actually saw Stenson at Baltusrol and like no one was near him, just like who's by that's himself. Fine. And I was like, oh, that's sick. Open champion last month. That was way too um, indirect of a hint to you. You're still going in my book. So we're fair. at uh, 13. 13 was Phil. Yeah, at Muirfield. 12 was uh, Ernie Els. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, Adam Scott, four-shot 11, 11, I want to say Darren Clark. Yes, it was. I got I got this far, by the way. I, I was still going. Um, 2010, Louie. Yep. 2009, Stuart Sink. This you beat me. Stuart Stuart's tripped me up. And I, I kept going back too. Let's keep going. Let's go. 2008. Oh man, who won in 2008? I might not know this one. You do. You do. Is it Harrington? It is, yeah. And so 2007. 2007 was Tiger. No, it was Harrington. Harrington did the oh, double. Oh, shit. 2007, Harrington. 2006, Tiger. Yeah. Five. Five was the St. Andrews before that. It was Tiger you, you again. Did, yeah. Okay. So you got to 2007. But the 2004 one. Shit. The 2004 one is about as impossible. Can you tell me what and... course it was? Yeah, Royal Troon. Royal Troon? Mother of God. Ernie Els finished runner-up. Phil Mickelson finished third. Lee Westwood fourth. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to give you the time of day. You're not getting it. Okay. Todd Hamilton. Who is it? Yeah, fuck. I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. So I knew I knew 2004 was the dead. I uh, I drew a blank on Sink, even though I know that. I knew you know it. that because he beat Tom Watson. Tom Watson, of course. And oh man, so that was a fun game. I was really curious. I did this. I was on an that eight hour plane ride, and I did this with myself. And I actually did it with every major, but out of the sake of time, I just won't. And the only <laughs> we major... can just do an entire podcast on that. Yeah. As if they don't have Wikipedia in front of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like list imma- of every it's like major a- winner. I'm telling you, if they had immaculate grid for golf, I would be game over. Oh, actually, good. We could co-sponsor like immaculate grid pin seeker pod. Yeah, just create like it. One of like 20 people that would be able to do that. List the 93 Milwaukee Open champion. Oh man. How would uh, how would that right. work? You would do like you would do like people who have won 
the farmers and the British Open. That yeah, that'd be sick. That that would be yeah. sick. That's a great. That's probably that's a great. That's probably a, a list of one. You just make Tiger <laughs> everything. Yeah, well, Tiger like breaks all the stats. Yeah. If you if you so, give it the problem is like if it's just winners like that that makes the pool so much smaller. Very small. Not yeah. that many people have won a major. No. It's, we say it all the time in our major previews. The best tend to yeah. win those. But shout out Darren Clarks of the world because yeah, I was in, I was way. in Israel during that major and I didn't watch a second of it. So that's how I always remember Darren Clark. I think Tiger MC'd. Either MC'd or didn't play or that year. Or didn't play. He might have just not yeah. played 2011. Yeah, I don't think he played 2011. 2012 is easy. If you don't remember that one, you can just remember Adam Scott bogeying 15, 16, 17, and 18 and choking away the major to Ernie Els. Yep. Um, that one, 13 was a great tournament, unfortunately ending with Phil winning, but Tiger had every chance one to of win the, that. One of the harder opens ever, maybe. Um, yeah. Other than, Car- Phil, other than Carnoustie. Phil, Phil lit it up. Um, yeah, and you know, 14 was, was, was what it was, kind of the return of Rory. Uh, 15. Yeah. Zach won in a playoff, right? Yeah, beat uh, Louis and Leishman. Right. And Spieth was one short. One back. Finished fourth. Yep. yep. In his quest yeah. for the, the quadruple. Yeah, he hold like a like an absolute bomb on sixteen, maybe, to make you think that he had a chance, and then I want to say bogeyed seventeen after that. Yeah, he did because you thought you thought at one point all he needed to do was birdie eighteen to get into playoff. Obviously, the short par four, and yeah. and then he he bogeyed seventeen. I'm almost positive. Some, something Royal. like that. That makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Man, I'm oh, man, back I'm- like. Yeah. There have been some amazing tournaments. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I love I love the open so much. I'm I'm getting this is what I do for my majors. I get hyped by watching full rounds on YouTube of them before I go to sleep every night. So I'm on my open phase right now. I've I burned through a 14 hour final round of last year's. I watched front to back every tea time from last my year's God. open. I'm ready to like set my alarm for like 2 a.m. to wake up and watch the Thursday morning coverage and sleep through work. I I mean that's it's my favorite time of the year. I'm gonna yeah, do it for the I, Ryder uh... Cup too. You know that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I can go for, that far. But... My alarm my alarm's at 4 a.m. I'm waking up for the Ryder Cup. <laughs> it's like when Tiger would post those pictures about him starting to wake up at 1 a.m. Eastern. Like he'd go to yep. bed at four PM and one AM Eastern, like three weeks before the open to get his body ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna that's I'm starting to do that now actually, just so I don't have to wake oh, yeah. up. Sorry, babe. Yeah, we're I'm recording going earlier. I'm going, today. I'm going to sleep at eight actually. Uh golf's on tomorrow morning. <laughs> get on Greenwich meantime. Yeah. <laughs> love it, love uh, it, love it. Speaking like, of that, I asked. uh the Scottish is this week, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an exciting time. The Scott and I love what they've done with the partnership for the Scottish. Talk about like good things that they've done with golf. Just makes this the is, field better and gets and gets the American guys over there, even though a lot of them did it already. Right. And you get the the CBS broadcast. It's it's a ton of fun uh for me. Is CBS? Yeah, it's CBS. I think they do they do the Genesis and then we have to put up with Azinger during the uh the open. But yeah, it's yeah. it's great that they they co-sanction this event, the DP World Tour and PGA Tour. We'll see how long that lasts. This might be the last year that they do that. This might be God the last year, yeah. With that, but yeah, it's uh, it draws a great field. The top players are pretty much all in it, right? I mean, is Rom not? I didn't see his name. Yeah, Rom's not in it. Other but than Scotty, that, it's Rory, Scotty, Scotty, Rory. Cantlay, Xander, Victor. Um, I don't see Finau. Not that he's a top player, but just saying. Um, I don't see Jason Day. Uh, this is just off the dome, so pa- apologies if I miss anybody. No, that's fine. They won't um, care. Yeah, I mean, oh god. Who would you say? Who made who made you make that noise? Minwoo Lee, thirty five to one. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Isn't that just like a disrespect? I know so we won it two years ago, but thirty five to one in this field, yeah, right. Minwoo Lee has zero chance of winning this weekend. That's Although the, we'll the call of the day. Patches zero percent call of the day. Hey, it worked with Shane Lowry at the Masters. It did. Really went out on a limb there. What did he wind up oh, finishing? Well. Like 11th? 11th or yeah, something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. I didn't say he had a 0% I, chance I, of finishing I know, 11th. I know, I know. Oh, Hao Tong Lee. Hao Tong Lee. How about that? Uh, yeah, well, let's uh, let's save the rest of the Scottish for... Yeah, we got, we got a while. We got a while. Because that's fun. But anyway, congrats to Ricky Fowler. That was really cool. The sigh of relief when he made that putt in the playoff at the Rocket. Yeah, you could feel it. was pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Did you see those memes of like, uh, we know what Ricky saw when he was looking up, when he like looked up and it was like Chubbs Peterson from Happy Gilmore (laughs) in the sky. I did not. Yeah. I deleted Twitter from my phone. Be good. Yeah. Threads talk. Should we promote and, threads? Ooh, yeah. Get on. We're on threads. We're off Twitter. We're on, yeah. Delete Twitter from your phone. Do yourself a favor. Threads. I think I'm using it wrong. I'm using it just like Twitter. Uh, That's fine. People are basically you're supposed, to, you're supposed to be more happy. It's like it's like people forgot what it was like to use Twitter, and then they got Twitter back, and they're like, "Oh, let's use Twitter like ten years ago." That's kind of what it's oh, like so to me. You're supposed to be more happy. So I, I'm no longer allowed to comment under Matthew Fitzpatrick's post. Thanks for losing me money today, wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Can you DM? You can't DM, no. All right, well, th- this app fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the whole point. 
Uh, you can't DM. You can't That'll DM. That'll be good. No, I tr- believe me, I tried. Danny Lee? No, not Danny, hey, Danny. Lee. I forget. I forget who it was. It was someone. It was someone really bad, like PGA memes or something. He like he like threaded. Guess who's back? And I just commented no and went to DM. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand that guy. Yo, what's what's gonna happen to all the bots that just comment DM me? There's no bots for now. Like, for how long now, will yes. that last? Yeah. It honestly, I haven't been on today. They might already have. Yeah, oh yeah, there's bots. <laughs> Oxmat.shop, 16 websites where rich or kind people literally give away free money. It's a YouTube link. Yeah, th- there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Check link on my bio, devil face emoji. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Follow yeah. us on uh, okay. yeah. Follow us on Threads. Yeah, follow us on Threads. I'm a big new... fan. If you don't, if you don't have it, I'm actually a big fan. I like. It. I I never really liked Twitter. I'm honestly totally not not really totally sure how different it is, but I do like it. Twitter is a horrible place. I actually realized how much it was negatively affecting my life, and I deleted it from my phone. There you go. But... Yeah. I mean, it's like mostly like Instagram, I'm guessing, where it's like I, I go in the captions and I just get angry at everything I read. Yeah, yeah, right. And then you read people getting angry with something that you agree with or disagree with. And then you just realize all you feed yourself with is negativity for upwards of an hour to an hour and a half a day, according to my screen time. So see ya. And that it's is gone. Perspectives with Patches Part 2. Oh my God, that's two two wisdoms today. <laughs> two wisdoms. <laughs> you went to Europe and changed, man. It's all about perspective. Yeah, I've been <laughs> reading this. Uh, I actually read this book on uh, mental health and golf, or like uh, how to how to mentally. I forget what the book's name is. I read the whole thing, but it, okay. it's like eight mental traits of a champion golfer. That's like something like that. Okay. So maybe this is just me subconsciously spit. That's that's good though. Yeah. Maybe you're going to play better golf. Rest. Yeah. Maybe I'll qualify for the US Open. That's uh that's yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I uh, I played golf once since I read the book and I shot one of my worst scores of the year. Well, it's a process. Yeah, right. Rome right. Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> At least I was happier doing it. No, I fucking yeah, wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much worse. Yeah. It's like really don't quick. get angry. Yeah, go. Really ahead. quick. Before before we do our cut line, I wanna update everyone on uh keeping up with Kiradek. Ooh, let's do it. I have, keeping I have up a, with a, a good one, a notable keeping up with Kiradek. Okay, here we um, go. It's keeping up with Kiradek. Yeah, um, if you go on Kiradek's Instagram account, we have a joint reel. No shit. So it's a video that he took of himself that I stole and reposted and tagged him in it, and he put it on his reel. 
Let's go. Because you can collaborate. In fairness, I asked him to take it, so I didn't really steal it. And then I tagged him in it, and he put it on his account. So it has like 300 likes on it because everyone just likes it and comments thinking that it's him, even though I posted it. And I found out from one of the commenters on it, excited to see you in the Barbasol field. Good luck. No way. He's so in it. He's, oh. he's, on the, he's on the PGA Tour this week. Which I I'm did not know. At, at PinSeekerPod, LFG. Yeah. Huge. Huge for the brand. Huge for the deck. What are his odds? I don't know. Do they even do odds for that tournament? Yeah, I, I, I could read some guys to you that are at the numbers that they are. Who's and the favorite? It, Just tell me who the favorite is. Taylor Pendrith. Oh. 18 to 1. You know, you know who's the second? Lucas Glover. Oh, man. I like him better than Pendrith, probably. Pendrith was kind of uh he almost won the rocket. It was, it was a heartbreaker. Don't, yeah, you shouted him out, right? I, I did, believe. Yeah. Kyrdek is sixty to one. That field blows. I love Kyrdek so much. Oh, Jazz Jane Watanound is in the field. Nice. Nice. When he finished he had, uh what did he finish? Like top ten at the PGA at Bethage? Do you remember when we saw his when we saw the yeah. caddy? Yep. And we were like, "Who are you caddying for?" Is jazz. We're like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> He's like, "Who is that?" We don't speak the same language. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what good's that gonna do? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't speak English. <laughs> It's like it works. I mean, numbers are numbers, I guess, right? But yeah, except one of them's in meters, and the other guy does yards. Yeah, that was probably a that guy was fuck. salt of the earth too. You could just tell, like that guy <laughs> has been working there for thirty years, probably. He's a Beth Page looper. Yeah, just a like, life yeah, they looper. Gave me jazz. A life looper. Yeah, he probably that guy probably made like. A hundred grand that week for like four days of work. <laughs> he, he quadrupled his year before income. Literally, literally four he days of jazz. Damn, oh man. my god! Yeah, I forgot, field, I forgot about that. This yeah, field enough. is. I think that's enough. We, other than the fact that Kiradek is in it, I don't know if it's worth talking about. Jonas Blixed. Yeah, he we almost, talked he was about him like first, a couple first round couple re- leader last week. Yeah, he finished e five. He's a hundred to one. I love it. I threaded Jonas Blixt is alive? Question mark. <laughs> we talked about him like episode four. What about him? We, we just I we shouted him out. It, he was it was like remember that guy? Yeah, I do remember him. And and he, then I uh, saw him on the leaderboard, and I thought it was a fever dream. He performed admirably at a couple majors. I think the Masters one year he did pretty good. He oh, it was uh, 
It was when I chat GPT the PGA Tour, the PGA Championship. It was Jonas Blix came in the top five at Oak Hill. That was it. Shit. And he won the Greenbrier. He did win the Greenbrier at one point. I remember that. He won the Zurich with guess who? 2017. Is it a a Swede? Live player. Stenson? Cam Smith. What? How crazy is that? Why? Yeah. How did they get how did they get together? They defeated Scott Brown and Kevin Kisner in the playoff. Shit. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, that's I mean nuts. not really. I don't really remember that, but I I certainly do not remember that. Scott certainly. Brown and and Kevin Kisner play out of the same club. So maybe that's what that would, a lot of these guys do. Yeah, I'm sure they just play with their friends. Yeah. Why 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 are we talking about this, Eric? I don't know. Why did we why are we talking about any of this? Why are we talking about Kiriduck? We <laughs> I was keeping up with Kiriduck. I'll be rooting for him this week. PGA tour. That's sick. That's big Let's time. Get this man back in our fields. Yeah, that's big time. Give him a win. Come on, Kiriduck. Yeah. So Let's give him a win. All right. Um, why don't we really quick cut line and then we can get to the Scottish. Yeah, let's do it. All right. It's time for the cut line. I'm going to start us off here with my made cut this week. And to be honest with you, man, like I'm still, still trying to find a made cut. We were, uh, we were searching before the episode. <laughs> you said you had. Some, you said you had something. I th- yeah, and then we talked. It was going to be Rick, and then we talked about Rick, and now it's like, okay. oh, I can, yeah, can that could Rick. that could be your. Why I, do I'm uh, going to say big old sept? I'm going to. I gotta. I gotta. Yeah. Make, can I? Can I piggyback off of him? Can I piggyback off of that too? Offset. Yeah. You, yeah. Say what you want to say, and then we'll put piggyback. Okay, that's that's totally fine. Sep Straka from holes. 11 on day one through 17 yeah on day four is my made cut however he did get the win and that's that's pretty cool especially after playing some really bad golf earlier this year uh this is now back-to-back years with a win after the heartbreak against Zalatoris last year so Sepp Straka but from from the 11th hole on day one to the 17th hole on day four what he finished minus 21 so i think yeah. he was minus 27 in in that period of time which is pretty absurd he was like hitting every single shot to six to eight feet draining pots uh really like you've seen it he's he's kind of one of these streaky guys like almost hoagie right where they just dial it in with their approach and yeah. they can hit it a, a, a decent way where it's like when they're hitting the ball as good as they are, you kind of wonder, you know, who could ever stop them. Now that happens once in a blue moon, but it was, it was pretty fun to watch. what do you got to say about strap? Sap. Uh, he 
is extremely probably on the Ryder Cup team. No. If you think about it, so there's right now Austrian. Right now there's eight locks. Rom, Rory, Hovland, Hatton, Fitzy, Fleetwood, Lowry, Rose. I can't argue with any of those guys. I just I once you start hearing the next list down, you're really not gonna be able to argue with them. Straka is ahead of Lowry and Rose in world points. Does that mean he auto qualifies? No, you have to be like the top three. It's like really weird. Um I think Moronk is a lock. Um but really? I'm gonna I'm gonna out of those yeah. Who who else who else is there? I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna list off some of the people. Um technically that the German guy Yannick Paul is still in, in a locked spot, but I they're they're like the Scottish and then the open and then a couple other big events. He'll probably get overtaken by like Hatton or someone like that. Um and lose that. Um Seamus Power. Yeah. Alex Noren. Absolutely Vic, not. Vic Perez. I don't know Rasm- how he's been playing. Miss Hoygaard, who won Euro Tour this week. Did he really? A- Adrian Otegi. No. Um, maybe Lorazabal. Maybe Lorazabal, maybe. But dude, he's like 14th on Euro list. Yeah, Straka, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, like he's... You know, he's... I, I I can't even come up with four people that I think that they would pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what the fuck? I mean, Perez, I haven't heard anything from Perez. This guy Hoygaard might be on the team. I, I think might. no. The answer, the answer has been right in front of me this whole time, and I've been talking about this. It's Aberg. Yeah, Aberg. Obviously, that I, I was gonna say Aberg. Yeah, Aberg is. He's like getting close to a lock. Yeah, he just he's got to play. I think it's just like just don't play awful the rest of it because even if he's like not just like just plays the singles, which I don't think he will because he hits every fairway. He could win um, this week. Has an insane short. He could win every week. He's just that kind of talent. Yeah. Um, he's just so ridiculous at at golf. He's so much better than like his ceiling is is like Rom Rory level. Not maybe not Rory <laughs> level, but you know what I mean. Ooh, Rory Rom though, like they're legacy wise, they're kind of in the same conversation. I, uh, yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. I, in my mind, just like Rory is just like the supreme phenom type talent, and he doesn't seem like totally that. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I, I would liken it more to Rom. Uh, Aberg, yeah, I completely agree. So I think it's he's a Maronk, stud. Maronk, Straka, Aberg. And then I, I don't even know who they'd pick for the last one. Probably Seamus just some Power, like, maybe. 
It's possible Seamus Power. It's possible this Paul guy gets on, but I haven't heard anything from him. Hoygaard? It's possible Hoygaard gets on, and I'm telling you it's possible that they go for, like, Norin. Norin would be... Even though it's been terrible, if they could pick live guys, Sergio, I think, would be on the team, or Peters would be on the team. But I don't think Peters, his game's been in the gutter, too. Doesn't even matter, I don't think. He's better than Straka. Yeah, totally. I agree. That that's really interesting. That it, we'll we'll see how that shakes out. We'll continue to give updates, but cool. But like I yeah, ma- I mean, I do have a made cut. My made cut is uh, women. Nice. Because sure. uh, they got to play Pebble for the first time ever. Very very cool. Um, Allison Corpus won. Super cool. I don't know anything about her, to be fair. I don't know if anyone did before this week. Um, no, shot she under, par, came out of under nowhere. par all four days on a course that was really tough. And um, it was cold. Grass was thick. A lot of complaints about how the USGA set it up. Where like they would tuck pins where that were just like impossible for you to get within 15 feet of. Um I don't know much Classic. about it. Uh, I watched a little bit. It's always always a great time. Yeah, right. It's always a good time to uh, watch people on Pebble. Um, the slow play was Corpus was like miserably slow player. Really, um, it was so tough. Like thirty seconds over one footers. It was it was Patrick Cantlay esque. Um, yeah, it was tough. There were some other good ones. Michelle Wee's last yeah. tournament. Shout out um, Michelle Wee West. Shout out Michelle Wee. I was gonna say I mean, that. Some, of the, some of the stuff that she's done, like if you're not familiar, played a PGA Tour event when she was 16. A PGA Tour event. Not an LPGA Tour event. A PGA Tour event. And missed the cut by one. Which is ridiculous. That is um, I did not know that, man. It's ridiculous. She was like... Un, 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 I think she qualified for her first tournament when she was like 12 or something like that she uh she was a complete trailblazer her pro career did not go the way that everyone thought it was gonna go um but still an absolute legend of the game well Uh, so i would say she had five professional wins and one major Two runner-ups in the PGA, the Chevron, and then uh, two T3s in the British. Yeah, I mean, when you're pegged a phenom, that's not that's not going to get it done from yep from a legacy standpoint. Five yeah. wins. No, it's not. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough. Um, you. You think that, like, especially like if she's gonna be on the PGA Tour, I can't think of many other women that have competed on PGA Tour. Make maybe Lexi Thompson did. I'm not even she, positive about that. She also played in the Deer and missed it by two strokes. I didn't even know that. To like, do that, she's I think she did three so times. Good. She's so good, and this is That's all so when she was impressive. a kid. So not even when she'd fully developed mentally, physically, or anything. And um, and then in, she had a lot of injuries. She had the putting yips for a while. 
Yeah, she hold like a long putt on 18 uh, to birdie the last. That was really cool. Um, really cool. And really quick, one other note is that um, Lexi Thompson played in her 17th U.S. Women's Open this year. Wow. Any guess how, any guess how old she is? 17? Yeah. I mean, just running the numbers, like... How old do you think she is? Like, with, how if, old do you, you think, think if you If you didn't know the 17. 30. I If, if you didn't tell me that, I would have said 32. I have now a feeling I... this number doesn't start with a 3. Now, the more I get into this conversation. What is it? 28. Oh, get, get out of here. Are you serious? Yep. I'm dead Are you serious. kidding me? I'm dead serious. No, she's way. played every single year since she was twelve. Oh my god! That might be the most. I, when I saw this, I was like, "This might be the most mind-boggling thing I've ever seen in my entire life." Twenty-eight. She's three years older than me. Two and a half. She's been playing yeah. in the U.S. Open <laughs> since. Oh seven, yeah. Oh my god! Wow. Okay. Cool. Those are my notables. Shout Go out women. women. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. All right. Uh, for my miscut, I'm gonna go over to the uh, PGA Tours board, where the yeah. room got a little bit lighter this morning. Uh, I don't know his name off the top of my head. Do you? I just yeah, I just saw it somewhere. Saw it somewhere. Uh, oh, Randall Stevenson, former AT and T CEO, has resigned from the PGA Tour board, saying he can't, in good conscience, support the Saudi deal. And okay, so I wanted to make this a discussion point, and I couldn't decide whether or not to put it in the make cut or the miss cut. So. Let's just let's just put this in for the sake of conversation. I I think this is really interesting because it's like one of the first times that I've read a story on this and been like, wow, that guy's actually backing up his words with an appropriate yeah. and seemingly logical action. Because there's so much just ridiculous talk that Jacob and I have spent hours and hours discussing on the podcast and off about people saying things right it's it's monahan saying things about the tour it's it's the players talking about the other tours it's kepka saying that he'll never leave the pga tour and then going chasing the money with live it's the live guys firing back it's it's all this stuff that people seem to go back on and this element of hypocrisy and i was like wow this is kind of a breath of fresh air that this guy has serious qualms i mean he he quoted jamal khashoggi uh khashoggi right uh in his in his resignation letter and his serious concerns with the dealings with piff and how he just couldn't be a part of it so resigned from the board and that's like power to you if if you believe that i think that my miscut it's in the miscut category just because 
there's so much hypocrisy in this conversation that that I'm sick of. It was kind of nice to see something happen. And the the deal, it's being scrutinized by Congress. Can't imagine it's uh, going over smoothly right now with people. I, I think the whole thing's still a shit show and we haven't talked about it in a bit, but yeah, it, it just seems like the train's off the tracks. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know if I have too much more to add. I, I think that that sums up our sentiment pretty well. Either this is going to go through. I don't even know if I'd be too mad that it doesn't go through, but Saudi Arabia is going to win in general. So either the PGA Tour is going to not back up with it and going to die or live golf is just going to own all of the top players, in my opinion. Do you want it to go through? Yeah, probably at this point. At this point, yes. I think we're at that point. Given, um, yeah, given the dire alternatives, like the, the alternatives are so bad. Right. Like what you're saying, because like the deal, what, what Jacob, I think, is saying is that if the deal doesn't go through, the money's still there, lives still a product, and all the PGA Tour players have been betrayed by their, you know, Jay and everybody else. There's no money in the PGA Tour. The whole reason that they were staying is gone. Now everybody goes to live. Yeah. Exactly. Which would be a nightmare scenario. Worst case scenario. Yeah. But then we'd be live fans and life would move on. Life would move on. What's your miscut? So, yeah, my, my miscut is, is a doozy. Uh... We could put we could put me honestly in the miscut. I could just shout out me for this. Um, Brooks Kepka and Matt Wolf got in quite a little feud. Oh boy! When you were away, as you know, and I posted a nice little Matt Wolf swing video with my opinion on it, and boy, did I get shredded. I've never been I shredded see. online before. I did see this. Like 26 comments of people telling me that I'm soft. It was, yeah, it was uh, an eye-opening experience. But I guess like when you're putting your opinions out there, either no one's going to answer or someone's going to tell you you're wrong. Was so, it your opinion or were you stirring the pot? I mean, I always stir the pot. So you could go that way. But it is kind of my opinion. Like, like I've always thought Brooks is a douche. We've talked about how he literally just has those bully characteristics. And right. basically what I, what I said was that I kind of feel bad for Matt Wolf. Like, he's 24. I'm also 24 right now. I think he's a little younger than I am. I know what goes through my head on a daily basis. Granted, I'm not a professional golfer with millions of dollars. But, you know, he's not really i mean he is an adult but like is he really probably not um and i i've had experiences before with people that are like this and it's impossible to deal with them but basically my my overarching summation of what i was thinking was i feel bad for him because i think regardless of what he did the team captain going to the media and releasing it out in the media that Matt Wolf was being a dick and not showing, you know, 
letting down his teammates, not showing as much enthusiasm as the other people, giving up on his rounds, not going to workouts. Like there are ways to handle that. And I just don't think that going to the media is the right way to handle that. And boy, were people unhappy with me. Well, all right. So let me just back up real fast. What happened over the the weekend was Brooks Kepka had some pretty scathing words for Matthew Wolf, calling him a quitter, issuing a statement to Sports Illustrated. Uh, no, Matt Matt Wolf's response was to Sports Illustrated. Brooks was to the uh, it was the pre tournament interview uh, yeah. at Live, I believe. So something like that. Maybe the athletic it, too. Yeah, right. It was the. I mean, here's the quote: When you quit on your round, you give up stuff and stuff like that. That's not competing. I'm not a big fan of that. You don't work hard. It's very tough to have even like a team dynamic when you've got one guy that won't work, one guy not giving any effort. He's going to quit on the course, break clubs, get down, bad body language. It's very tough. I've basically given up on him. A lot of talent, but I mean the talent's wasted. So, yeah. I mean, look, like, that is a pretty horrible thing to say about yeah. somebody, even even just face-to-face. But to publicly say it, yeah, like what Matt Wolf was doing must have been pretty egregious, the stuff that we're not seeing, to, to really solicit those words from Brooks. And as much benefit of the doubt as I give Brooks... I just don't see how you can go about this in this way. Like it is. And I'm sure like I'm taking my perspective on it and I share it with you and my Brooks bias is probably shining through, but this is just like, so classic. I was going to say, when have you ever given Brooks the benefit of the doubt? No, I'm trying to right now. I'm trying to give him as much as possible to like, I'm not seeing Matt Wolf behind the scenes. I'm not watching his play. I he could Matt Wolf could be violating Brooks's family, right? Yeah, and it's still like crazy the words that he said to the media, like yeah, like wasted this, this is, wasted talent. This is what this is what I said about this, right? So this is I don't think this was too far. Um, I tried honestly to be relatively nice to Brooks because. Like I, I just like, I just felt like this was just pure classic Brooks doing classic Brooks things and completely disregarding a human's life essentially, because let's say he is, wants to be a pro golfer moving forward, Matt Wolf, which he may not, who knows? Let's say he does want to be a pro golfer moving forward. This is him for the rest of his career because of what Brooks did, regardless of if it was, if he maybe deserved whatever so i said i feel very badly for matt wolf today brooks is a great major champion an unbelievable golfer but to drag a kid through the media is unacceptable even if he is struggling mentally brooks coming from the netflix documentary should relatively understand not a leader and certainly not a team sport at brooks kepka come on bro you could have made a lot of fans by handling this differently and it's just, it's like further, it, in my opinion, that's what it shows. Just like he could have handled it the right way. And he was just like, I don't have to do that. I'm Brooks Kepka. I can do th- yep. this. 
And for all we know, they're freaking making this up just to have people talking about Liv. Yep. I, I still believe that that's a possibility. I think that's a reasonable possibility for sure. I think this is like, this is a really horrible thing to to do. I, I don't care. Look, you're, all you get online is the, the bullshit macho commentary about like, oh, don't be soft. Like, don't quit on your rounds. The kid's obviously dealing with something, and to have a five-time major champion like Tiger wouldn't in a million years pull this shit. No, it's just no one would. People, no. I, I saw a lot of people online that were like, "MJ did that all the time." I'm like, I don't think so, bro. I don't think that that's how it worked. MJ's was very, very different. The like that MJ would punch people in the face in practice. That's that's way different than this. Yeah. And if you can't see that, that's I I don't I and, don't know what to tell you. You, you want to know maybe what pisses me off the most about this is that I know goddamn well Brooks Kepka does not give a shit about the team aspect of live golf. 100%. He's just 100%. doing it. He was just doing it to mess with the kid. You're telling me that Jason Kokrak is sitting on his millions of dollars playing 10 times a year, complaining about how Smash GC isn't finishing in the top three? Get out of here. If Brooks really cared about his team, his brother wouldn't be on it. Literally, literally, his brother wasn't even on the PGA Tour. He couldn't even qualify for the PGA Tour. It's low-hanging fruit, I mean, and it's soft. It's, it's right, right up Brooks's right. alley, you know? It's Exactly, exactly. And no one goes online and bashes Brooks because he just won a major, and he can do whatever he wants. He's a major champion. He can do whatever he wants. Brooks is right. He's a team captain. He's a clown. He, I do. I really do think he's a clown. A lot of people told me I'm just... soft. Yeah, well, that's what you're going to get. You're not allowed to have opinions that... Uh that don't show you know hard yeah get with it you know don't be a quitter you don't get to hurt the team because you're an umset gen zer do you know how (laughs) do you know how difficult it's got to be like all right look wolf again could be approaching this horribly but do you know how difficult it has to be to be that high rank of a college golfer come out win and then finish runner up at the 2020 at Wingfoot and and be like one of the stars in the game he played in the match you know over covid and then have your game leave you brooks strikes me as the kind of person that would be jealous of matt wolf's because brooks had to work so hard to get to where he was he went through DP World Tour was on the PGA Tour for a while before he won. Then he got qualified for the majors and started winning majors late on in his career. Was overlooked in college. You know, Matt Wolf is kind of the antithesis of that, where he was like this supreme junior player, supreme college talent, yep. won right entitled. away. And maybe he does act entitled, and Brooks probably hates that. But. I just think take doing it the way that he did is is life ruining potentially. 
When I chose to join his team in 2023, I did so with much optimism about my new home as part of Team Smash and equally as the important as to have the chance to be around and learn from a player of Brooks' stature. Like everyone who has played the game at the highest level, I've had competitive moments in the f- past that I feel I've let myself down or even others in our new team environment. This has been quite difficult for me. My challenges on and off the golf course with my mental health have been well documented. I deal with those challenges every day. And it's just like, it's like Brooks is acting like, and and granted, maybe he doesn't work as hard as he needs to, right? But like people lose in golf, their their game goes, it happens. And they're never going to recover if they have someone publicly dragging them through the media when they're 24 and going through mental health crises. I'm sorry. And it's like, it's like, if you want to go criticize people for having mental health crises, then, you know, fine, you do you go, go to the internet and comment section and do that. But like, for real, I don't care. They has millions of dollars. Like me and you both know what it's like to be in your mid twenties. And sometimes your brain does not tell you things that you want to hear. And you focus on the negatives more than you should probably. And doesn't matter if he's on live golf. Like he probably, I mean, he's going through some shit and his life could be ruined because of what Brooks said in the media. Absolutely. Finally, I trust Brooks wants what is best for our team, but it's hard to imagine his comments in his recent SI interview in any way line up with those priorities. It's true. Like, if you want what's best for your team and you're publicly saying this, that doesn't make sense. I've always thought he was like just stupid. And I still, I, I kind of feel that. I just think like he doesn't fully quite understand. Like he's a killer on the golf course. Don't get, don't get me wrong on the golf course. But like, if you're going to go there and say like, oh, I care about my team and I care about like how I want this thing to run. Why is publicly dragging a guy a solution? I think we've, We've said as much right now. I, I don't I don't get the stands here. This is my the closest thing that I have in my life that I've ever been able to compare this to is way back when when I played soccer. Um when I was a senior, there was a freshman who made our varsity team, which is super rare at our school. Uh kid was supremely talented, played X, Y, and Z, could have not gone to public school, could have played academy, he chose not to play academy, he chose to play at a public school. And therefore played for varsity as a freshman. And you could just tell like he was too small. He got bullied around a lot and struggled, definitely. And naturally, when your seniors and a freshman is like complaining and thinking that he's all cool, like you're going to yell at him. You're going to whip him into shape. And most people will be like, I'm the freshman. I need to learn from you. But when he, he walked around like a hotshot new kid, you're like, okay, this is weird. So you yell at him, you get him, and he didn't whip into shape. So before things got out of control, I went to the team captains. I was like, I would like to take this kid aside and just be nice to him. Like, maybe that's the way he's going to respond to things. And there are levels to go through this. Now, granted, that didn't work either, and he wound up leaving the team because the kid was a little shit. But did we publicly go out and say all these things? No. And did we go through all of these levels of things? To, to do things? Yes, we did. And Ma- Brooks maybe did those things, 
Jason Kokrak maybe did those things. Chase Kepka maybe did those things. But when you're going to that openly say that harsh things about people, what part of you thinks that someone who would do that would also then try to be nice to him a week before? Like saying those comments just shows to me that he didn't even actually try anything. He just saw this and said it. And that was journaling with Jacob. Oh, look at you. How long were you sitting on that for like for like three minutes before that? No, no. I, I realized you started talking about like perspective and the soccer stuff. And I'm like, yeah, oh, my God, he's yeah. doing what I was just doing. This is incredible. What yeah. what do I say? What What is it? And, so, then it? and then it came to me. So I was sitting on it. I didn't listen to the last 30 seconds. Forget your therapy this week. Just ditch your therapy and listen to this podcast because we've been spitting absolute facts all day. You know what? We're backing it up, though, because guess what? We're supporting the little guy, which will probably get us dragged online because it's... Uh, it already did. Not, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, uh, we're supporting board members that resign over moral problems. We're, we're putting our talk with our takes. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, man. Something like that is right. Yeah. I mean, just to, to put a put a bow on this, Brooks just I, I don't like him and this backs up the reasons that I don't. I'll I'll always respect what he can do on the golf course and and put that on, but I'm not gonna root for the guy. Ever. Never. Never ever. Unless uh, against Bryson, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny when he beat Bryson. Yeah. Um, All right, you want to get into the Scottish? Do we have anything else? Yeah. I got nothing else on this. I exhausted my Brooks mental capacity for the foreseeable future. Um, that was good. And I'll probably wind up picking him to win the Open. So. Oh. Yeah, he might. I always do, and it never works. Yeah, he, d- he doesn't win there. You're going to use him for uh, the pool, right? Yeah, have to. Yeah. What about ASAP's using Cam? So That's why. That's why I have to use Brooks. So I, I got to go Hatton. Hatton's been my game plan since. I still like God it. God knows what it is. I still like it. I, 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 was, taking, I was taking a look at those odds. Um, past couple of days, there it's, it's a bloodbath. I, there's nothing that I like. He's 33. I think it's kind of crazy. Don't like it, you know. JT is yeah. the best one I've seen. It's like 40. Yeah, well, um, JT. I I won't touch JT at 40. Honestly, I I would need a 60 nope. on JT. All right. Um. So this week, Scottish Open, Genesis Scottish Open, played at the Renaissance Club. Um, I want to say Kestwick, Scotland, although I have no idea. I might have even just made up that that's even a town. Um, that's hilarious. Uh, I have no idea if you're right or not, but I do know that it is just northeast of Edinburgh. Okay. Um, last year, Xander Shoffley won over Kurt Kitayama. At uh, minus seven, played really tough. Course was totally burnt out. Um, super windy. I remember because Xander was like one or two or th- maybe even three over after the first round. Uh, and I was like, the leader's like minus five, and it's like Cameron Tringali or something like that. 
It's in North um, Berwick, which is home of North, North Berwick, Berwick which, which is a sick course and uh, right next to Muirfield. Okay. I got the wick right. Yeah, the um, wick. Tom Kim finished third last year. It was like his breakout start. Um, I think he had finished like top 10 rocket maybe before that or something like that. But then this was the one where everyone really started uh, to know who he was. You had yeah, Xander, loaded right? Loaded field. Yeah. Yeah, I was on Xander last year. Um, and then I remember the round one because I re-upped on Xander after round one at like 80 or something like that. Oh, you which dirty awesome. dog. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, loaded field, really fun tournament. Like I said, I'm already waking up at 3 a.m. just to get my body clock in order for this weekend. I actually, yeah, I don't even know if I can watch this weekend. I'm going to be away this weekend, so. Really, what are you doing? Going to Lake George with the GF. Nice. Good for you. That'll be yeah, fun. It'll be fun. Do a little camping. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to be watching this weekend. I'll hold down the fort on the Pin Seeker pod. I am looking forward to this tournament. It's got a great field, like you talked about. Uh, you've, oh, 7,200 par 70. But again, that roll is a lot. So it's not as. Apparently, this not. year it might not be as crazy. Have they got more a rain? More ra- more rain this year than usual, yeah. Well, not than I'd usual, like to see but than last an year. Ugly day. Yeah, it's been rain- raining at Wimbledon, just in London last week. So, yep, it's, it's been either raining. really hot or raining, right? Yeah, like here. Yeah, it was like actually, it was like eighty-nine degrees, and then it would pour rain. It was really bizarre. So, yeah. uh, well, Scotty with that, Chef, Scotty Chef, the favorite. Oh yeah, as he usual. Is. Plus seven hundred this week. I see six right now, but yeah. Ooh. Rory, well, it's not a, it's, this isn't a Scotty course. That's three. One more. That's, yeah, that's. I mean, you're going to say it again probably in the next 10 minutes, and then next week you're going to say it again. I feel like I fit that one in. Like, I didn't bring up Scotty. No, I brought up Scotty. I do yeah. it every time. It's a Scotty course. Every course is a Scotty course. Every course is a Scotty course. All right. Well, in that case, should we pin seek? Let's do it. Let's pin seek. All right, Jacob, your pick to click. Pick to click this week. 20 to 1. 20 to 1. Uh, Fairway Jesus. Love it. Top five last year. Absolutely love it. I... I I like him at that number. I love him this week. Uh, he's not in my list of guys, but he's the first guy that I was going to mention after that. So I'm glad you took him. You and I will both be rooting for Fairway Jesus this week. Great. Uh, mine is going to be a bit of a wild card here, but played well here last year. We're not really sure where his game's at. I'm seeing 22 to 25 to 1. Kind of mentioned him earlier. Go get that ball. Jordan Spieth. You know, uh, this type of course is going to... I don't know if I'm reaching with it. I think I am. I'd really prefer he was at 30, but he's just never there uh, anymore, ever. Even though he, he doesn't really win a ton. I just get attracted to the way he plays. 
at a course like this and and at open championships and maybe that's me holding on to the past a bit i'm gonna talk myself out of him next week and because of that i'm kind of gonna double down on his game this week and that's my very very convoluted way of saying that jordan speaks my pick to click all right yeah Yeah. i have no qualms with that other than that i don't think he's gonna win but that's fair enough zero percent chance or more than zero he has more than a zero percent chance of winning okay nice i appreciate that uh your long shot um yeah i'm i mean it's rough it's really rough out there um, it is i like a couple people um tristan lawrence 250 uh i really Ooh. like his game he plays well in Scotland sometimes. He won pretty recently on DP World Tour. I think that's a, a bit outrageous for him, uh, if we're being honest. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's going to be it for me. I'm not even going to get the other ones. I'll just, I'm just going to embarrass myself. South African, yeah. big South African guy. He's great. I like I like where your head's at. I Yeah, it is horrible out there but let's go with a boy that you introduced me to a couple weeks ago that i like a lot because if you have some distance here it does help you especially if it's not going to roll out as fast callum taron englishman too 300 Mm -hmm. to one why not i love that to a flyer yeah i mean on the kid I would be interested. I don't know like how his game translates, like if he ever played DP World Tour or anything like that. Yeah, I don't either, but that's kind of like it's 300 to 1, you know? Tough to Yeah. Tough to like do that analysis. I mean, he's from England. It's got to help a little. It's got to help a little. Agreed. Bomber. Absolute yeah, bomber. So, why not? Um, Let's take a long and, shot. And he missed MC'd John Deere um, after like a really rough start, but yeah. at, at the Rocket was like lapping the field in ball striking and had a Scotty esque putting week. So, hey, I see a yeah. name in front of Good me. Uh, I want to ask you about this. Only other caught my eye Matt Wallace. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Okay. Never mind. Let's, eh. uh, let's move on. He's either hot or not. He's uh he's two fifty, I think. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you want to throw a flyer on, but you know, nine out of ten times he's going to be DFL. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, um, your dark horse two fifty, two fifty, two fifty. Uh, okay, that was dark horse. Now, no, no dark no, horse no. is different from long shot. Dark horse, yes. Yeah. Um, I, indeed, I mean, it I is. Could I could say Aberg again for the third straight week. Um, something about him does me a little dirty. Uh, but I'm not. I'm actually going to go with someone who I think's game actually translates really well to out here. Uh, Figala. Wow. I wanted to say... I wanted to say Herbie, but it's just too it's just too generic. 
Herbie's mine. Yeah. I mean, really? I, I, Is it really? I picked, yeah, yeah. I picked him in the pool last year here. Did you? Herbs and spices. Yeah, yeah. His game, his game rolls up well here. I of really like it him. Does. Of course it yeah. does. And it will at the open too. Oh, Herbie's great. Herbie, Herbie's mine. Yeah. I was actually thinking you were going to say Herbie. I, I, just, I was going to. I, I was going to. I'm glad you didn't. But we're kind of in sync this week. Like nobody's nobody's on the same guy, which is good. Unless we'll see your yeah, winner. A little, a little too much so, right? Um, yeah. We need one so bad. Like so bad. I just don't want to go through the season without one. With the names that we've said. Oh, boy. It's so yeah. bad. Sahith, that's uh, interesting. I, I yeah. really wouldn't I wouldn't think of that. I just I just peg him as someone who just doesn't care if he gets down and dirty. It has nothing to do with the course at all. It's the intangibles. Yeah. Just like good hands. Is uh is the Renaissance Club a TPC? Uh <laughs> 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 Well, if it was, then you would find a way to choke on 17 or 18. So maybe, honestly, that's a good thing that it's not. I like that. My, I like winner, my winner is... Um, are we both just going to say Hatton? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's going to do the double. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't You're know. So I don't good. Know. God, like fucking... I just didn't. Like, all right. No, no, no. I, I'm not gonna go with Hatton. I chose Fleetwood over Hatton, so I'm not gonna say both of them. I'm gonna pick Fleetwood, not Hatton. Um, and I'm gonna give Xander the repeat. Okay. I I love it. I I love it. I'm I'm on Tyrrell. He's gonna do the double. Xander's not winning. I tried to get him to repeat the Travelers, and he flamed out on me. We'll see. Uh, I, all right. Good, sir. Uh, Ty Hatton is is your winner, but he's only your winner if you parlay him with the British Open. The British Open. Yeah, what are, what are those odds? I'd love to see that. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta, I'll gotta. i pull it up. Who's your DFL? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We gotta hit one of these, dude. These, these are hard. hard to hit. Yeah, these are very hard because you never know. I don't who's even just know gonna... who some of these people are. JT, <laughs> Thomas Bjorn, <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> he's not in the field, dude. He, yeah, he's, he is. He's... No, he's not gonna finish DFL. All right, then I'll go with. Nikolai von Stellingshausen. <laughs> All right, he might finish DFL. <laughs> Watch if if Thomas Bjorn finishes DFL, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, because I talked you out of it. My yeah. DFL is Thomas Bjorn. That's Bush League. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. Thomas Bjorn's gonna make the cut. Hold on, I'm trying to get my uh, Ty Hatton odds. The open, ooh, Ty Hatton's <laughs> up to 22. All right, this week four, no, at the open. What? Yeah, I, I, Caesars went from 33 to 22 today. I don't believe you. Okay, 
four I oh four eighty two to one Ty Hatton Scottish <laughs> and you know everyone I mean it's not a terrible philosophy because whoever wins this week everyone's just gonna think that they're gonna win the open. Well you're gonna get a yeah like last year I'm sure you thought Xander was gonna win the open. I think you texted me that. Uh, I I mean, he'd also won like three times before that, though. So, wasn't there a Tiger and Friends? Yeah, the uh, Adair Manor, JP McManus Pro Am or something like that, right? Did Xander win that? Yeah, he did. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, whoa! How so tall he's in the field? Won. I know. I told you that. You did? Yeah, like three <laughs> minutes into the show. I was like, oh, how Tong Lee. Uh wow. This oh my god. Cole starts? No way. I don't know. Do you remember how, him? I, I of course I remember him. Right he made the Ryder Cup one year. Yeah. Alright, my DFL will be Aaron Baddeley. Don't do my boy bads like that. I don't see that. That's a bad that's a bad pick. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, bad. Just saying. Um all right. Follow us on threads for constant happiness and more uh therapy advice too. Maybe we'll just change it into like a therapy account. Journals with Jacob and perspectives with patches. With a little we will... happy button right in between. Oh, yeah. And keeping up with Kiradek. All the alliteration your heart desires. We will see yeah. you next week. Couple big weeks. Week's last major will make it a special one. Um, yeah. Shout out. Shout out everyone for listening through all this. Sorry. I apologize for Patches. His behavior today was unacceptable. I'll be better. I'll be better next week. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Thank you.